right in the house. So we thank you for being here, Holy Ghost. And we want to put our seatbelts on and ride the ride today, knowing that you can do all things but fail. Touch my pastors, touch this ministry, touch those that are here, those that are watching on, on Facebook and live. We ask, Lord Jesus, for the power of the living God to rest upon them right now. Destroying the yokes of bondage in their minds and creating a clean heart and renewing a right spirit within them. And so we give you thanks in advance for what you're about to do. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Brother Matt, I should have gave you a heads up on the words because I had to go to the dictionary and get the correct, the correct uh, pronunciation. Amen. So I said, you know what? I didn't even tell the people to do what I did. Amen. Let's go. My message title today is Let's Go. You hear what I say? Brother Sultan, you hear me? Let's go. Brother Ricard, Ricky, you hear me? Let's go. Dad? All right, brother, let's go. Fires, droughts, sinkholes, mass shootings. Fires on the West Coast, droughts in Southwest. Amen? Sinkholes all over. And mass shootings everywhere. All over the nation, flooding. And a brother is afraid to get pulled over because he might not make it home. Come on. Mm. Black man is in trouble. Huh? But the answer is Jesus. My God. This country needs Jesus. In this pandemic era, there is a new normal. It's a new way of doing church. And we're going to stand in the forefront, at not only as men, but as a church in the vicinity, in this community. We must build bridges between church, Christ, and community. Uh-huh. Sister Dini and Sister Sylvia and Brother CJ, I believe, was out there, and we should have all had to go, but all of us are busy during the weekend. But I went home ready to change my clothes and come back, and then I was met with something, and then I couldn't make it. But excuses are monuments of nothing that build bridges to nowhere. So we can't use the excuse. huh? There was enough time in the element that I could have came back, but I got tired. So, okay. Amen. Today, I wanted, I we want to look at the story of 1 Samuel, but before I get there, there I want us to see the benefit. There's a benefit, benefit, benefit now. There's a benefit of leaving our comfort zone for others to be blessed. You hear me? Leaving our comfort zone. I'm going to show you about Saul a little later. But leaving our comfort zone in order for others to be blessed. We have this wonderful building, wonderful people who will lend a helping hand, awesome pastors who will gladly shepherd those who will come. We know all this is happening right here at 7229. Amen? Baltimore and Abilene Boulevard. But outside these walls, not many people know. Huh? About the goodness of what God has done in this ministry. Mm -hmm. It will take, listen now, it will take a lifestyle of witnessing and inviting, living and loving, including nurturing and giving. Yes. I'm going to say it again. Witnessing, inviting, loving, 
living, loving, including, nurturing, and giving. Oh, if you didn't know what that spelt, that was spelt willing. Wow. Uh, that's an acronym for willing, amen? amen? Are we willing to do, Brother CJ, what God wants us to do? Yes, Are we willing? Really? Huh? Sometimes he's not worried about our ability. He's worried about our availability. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, me in the house. I want to show you something that I learned, and, and I'm hoping that it will just touch you where you are right now. Who has ever heard of Harriet Tucker? And her story is an exciting one. She was a runaway slave who was able to get to the North with the help of some sympathetic people, both white and black. Mm, mm, mm. She was so thankful for the help that she had received that she decided to risk her own life to become a conductor on the famous Underground Railroad. Yeah, yeah. Although she could neither read nor write, she was rather fair, frail. She couldn't read. She couldn't write. How you going to read the comments? What you going to do? And only God was able to maneuver her into position of victory. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. And so, when you think about your limitations, or what, let me put it this way, when we think about our limitations, amen, and let me be inclusive in this thing, and, 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 and no one can use an excuse. God always makes a way out of nobody. In her many years of service, she made 19 trips to free over 300 people. Former slaves, including several of her own family. You heard that, Brother Matt? Several of her own family. I'm going somewhere. As Christians, we are in similar situations as Miss Tubman. We too have escaped the slavery, a slavery of sorts. We have escaped the slavery of sin. We no longer are headed uh, on the highway to hell. But because of Jesus' death, on the cross, we have hitched the ride to the freedom train. Yeah. And yeah, and we hitched the ride, baby. We go into a house not made by hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A train headed to our heavenly home. Is that it, though? Do we just want to be saved and say that's it? Is there any, is that where the similarity ends? Tell us. You're going to do anything for God? You're going to witness for God? You're going to praise God? You're going to worship God? What is it you're going to do? As a people, as a church, amen? Before I start my message, let me set it up by showing the congregation and others on Facebook other inspiring stories of what happens when people move on their situation. When they move now, you got you got to be moving. You, you know it got to be moving. Yeah. Big man is losing some weight. <laughs> I'm feeling good, boy. <laughs> you got to move. You got to operate. You got to move. You got to walk. You got to do some things. Amen. Yeah. In Genesis chapter twelve, God spoke to Abraham and He said, "Leave your kindred." Yeah. And when He started to go, He didn't give any direction. He just said, "Go." He said, I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curse you. That's good. Luke chapter 17, starting at verse 11, the 10 lepers got together. They stood at the city gate. 
waiting because they heard that Jesus was on the way. Uh -huh. They waited for him. Uh -huh. And they sat, and you, you could tell that they had been talking about him coming because they sat in unison. They sat together. Thou, Sunday, have mercy on us. And I was clean. One was made whole because he fell down and worshiped him. What did I tell you about worship? I was over there hollering when the brothers were getting together and was playing that music because. The brothers was in the house. They was in the pocket. They was getting that rhythm. And so since we have that as a ministry, since we have that as a forefront, that has to be the thing that goes forth to draw others to us. You got to use what you have, baby. You can't put something in place that's not there. You got to use what you have so God can get you to the place he wants you to be. Okay. Second Kings. This is the one I wanted you to see, and then I'm going to get started. I wanted you to see Second Kings. Second Kings. Second Kings chapter 7. Second Kings chapter 7. Starting at verse 3. Listen to the word of God. Now there were, I'm reading out the NLT version, 2 Kings chapter 7, starting at verse 3. Now there were four men with a leprosy sitting at the entrance of the city gates. Why should we sit here waiting to die? They asked each other. We will starve if we stay here, but with the famine in the city, we will starve if we go back there. So we might as well go out and surrender to the Armenian army. So he, if they let us live, so the better. But if they kill us, we would die anyway. So at twilight, they set out for the camp of the Armenians. But when they came to the edge of the camp, no one was there. Check it out now. For the Lord, say for the Lord, for the Lord had caused the Armenian army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and galloping horses and the sounds of the great army approaching. The king of Israel has hired the Hittites and the Egyptians. We ain't hired nobody. He had four people that was willing to work. Come on. Four sick people that was willing to work. What's our excuse? For the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why he says in Ephesians 6 and 10, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Yeah. Not our might, his might. So we have four lepers. You know, with leprosy, you, you, you start walking, limbs start falling off. Yeah, yeah. Huh? You, you, you sit, you, you yeah. just barely make it. Yeah. And so, but the Lord caused him to hear chariots, horses, things in a sound. It was a sound. It was some kind of sound. When Pastor hit the key today, it was a sound in here that brought everybody. Jesus. So I'm telling you, if we as RCM2 just move, it might be that the Lord will work for us. Man, I was ready to preach this two weeks ago. Hey, listen. 
that we are in any competition with anybody else, but that, listen, we've labored. We time for reward now. Can't be because we got bad preaching. We got two preachers in here that set it off in here. Our pastors will set it off. They will study. How is it? It's not coincidental that the things that they minister to meet the needs of the people that are in the house. It's no coincidence in that, man. They listening to God. So we got to work for them. As if we're working for the Lord. Come on. Okay. Situations that I've shown you in the word of God that are going to put us in the forefront. All we have to do is move. We take this stuff over, men. We, we took some packets over to the brothers over there, the homeless men. And man, please, they were so happy. They got shaving cream and gloves for the winter. They got all kind of stuff in that thing. And, and, and Brother Alice said, man, maybe I need to get one of them. <laughs> okay, here we go. First Samuel chapter 14 out of the NLT version, starting at verse one. One day Jonathan said to his armor bearer, there's something about verse two I want you to see, okay? I'm going to get there, but just, just give me a minute. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, Matt. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, Pastor. Let's go. Let's go, let's go get it. Let's go do it. Yeah. Let's go help somebody else. Yeah. And let's go be in somebody's face asking them, what would you do if a gang member did a drive-by and took your life? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? Sir, I don't know, but let me tell you what I know. We got to witness about the goodness of Jesus. Yeah. But Jonathan did not tell his father what he was doing. Listen, when the anointing of God is upon your life and you know some other people are not doing the right thing, sometimes you have to go and hear and listen and do what God says. Amen? Mm, we don't have that problem in this house. Meanwhile, verse 2, I want you to see this now. Meanwhile, Saul and his 600 men were camped on the outskirts of Gilgal, around the pomegranate tree at Bygron. And listen, listen. Among Saul's men was Ahia, I'm sorry, the priest who was wearing the ephod, the priestly vest, the priestly garment. Check out what Saul's doing. His son is thinking about moving forward. But his daddy is chilling under the pomegranate trees, yeah. eating the pomegranates. He's chilling. He laid back. That's my comparison to the church. We can't be laid back. We got to go forth. If we go forth and nothing happens that day, so what? Paul planted. Yeah. Apollo's water, yeah. and it was God who gave the increase. Yeah. Listen, listen. He's chilling under the uh, under the, the, the pomegranate trees. <laughs> uh, 
Among Saul's men were Ahiah, the priest who was wearing the ephah. Ahiah was the son of Ichabod's brother. Check it out. Check out the lineage. Brother Ahitu, son of Phineas, son of Eli, the priest of the Lord who served that Shiloh. I'm coming back there, watch. No one realized that Jonathan had left the camp to reach the Philistine outpost. Jonathan had, had gone down between two rocky cliffs that were called Bozes and Sina. The cliff on the north was in front of Michmash, and the one on the south was in front of Geba. Let's go across to the outpost of these pagans. Jonathan said to his armor bearer, check it out now, perhaps, there we go, perhaps the Lord will help us. Perhaps the Lord will work for us. Perhaps the Lord will do something. Perhaps he will do a miracle. Perhaps we'll pray over somebody who has cancer and they shall be relieved. Perhaps the Lord, we are here in his name. We ain't doing for no fame or reputation for us. We are here doing it for God. Perhaps the Lord will work for us, Rico. Even in the midst of our pain of lost loved ones. Even in our midst of our pain, Sister Dee. And the Lord will work for us. He will come in the midnight hour, wiping the tears away. Hold us in his arms. Perhaps the Lord will work for us. Saul is still waiting around to see what will happen. He is the leader and the king, yet he has not the mind of God. He is lying around in comfort under the shade of a pomegranate tree where the fruit can be had without much effort. Sometimes people don't want to do no work. They want it to be easy. Mm. Ain't going to be easy. Wasn't easy for my God. Nails in his hands and nails in his feet and thorns on his head. He stayed. He could have commanded these of angels to come down. He stayed there for sinners like you and me. Saul's character, check it out. Saul's character did not match the position he was in. Sometimes people want a position that their character, my God, will not keep them in. Sometimes people want a position uh, because it's, you know, it's glamorous. They can do something. But that character, we got, pre we got pastors that have character. Mm. There was a hype. Brother, his name means brother of the Lord. But who was a brother not of the Lord, but was the son of of a long line of rebellious reprobate priests. That's what, that's what verse 2, God put it in the word so that we can see it. Sometimes the people that are around you don't mean you no good. <laughs> but he, his father was a haitu. His name means brother of goodness, good. But he was neither good nor a man after God, for he followed after the example of his father. Phineas, you remember him, right? But his name means mouth of brass, right? Who was guilty of great crime 
that were committed in the very house of God for he brought concubines into the tabernacle and desecrated the Lord's house. God wanted us to see that this lineage wasn't good. God wanted to really make a point of that kind of people. They were so he even included the name of Ichabod. You know Ichabod. The glory has left is what that means. So Saul is surrounded by all these people. And his son, who's close to God, conceived that his daddy was wrong. Jesus. He wanted us to see this family tree just to show you how far from God they had fallen. Mm -hmm. Listen, listen, you could be in church and still miss it. Come on, let me show you, let me show you. You can be in church and still miss it. Come here, Tim Bridesmaids. Uh, so, five was ready, five was not. It got close to the midnight hour. The five that was not said, hey, give me some more. They said, no, man, I can't get none of this. You got to go buy your own. And soon as they left, the bridegroom come. He let the five in. But guess what? He closed the door. God closed the door. When they got back, they hollered out. Check this out now. When you meet it for yourself, they hollered out, Lord, Lord, open up. God said, I never knew you. Oh, God. No, not that you're late. Not that, you know, I'll get you next time. He said, I never knew you. How are we going to be in church and still miss it? That's because he said, go and compel them to come. What are we doing? We got to work for him. It was him that saved me. It was him that took and stopped me from giving the dope man all my money. And through three, four hours after payday, I'm broke. I got to go two more weeks. How long did the work? Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Now today, I want to talk about Jonathan's perception, Jonathan's persuasion, and Jehovah's power. Jonathan's perception. What perception means immediate recognition or insight. Yeah. Immediate now. We see it. Oh, recognize that. Mm. I see that. I see that. I see that. Amen. 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 I see. I see. I see. I see. I need lessons from Brother Sultan so I can play like him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's another story. Okay. And verse 6 said, let's go. First Samuel. First Samuel 14. Let Verse 6 said, let's go across to the outpost of these pagans. Jonathan said to his armor back, perhaps the Lord will work for us. For nothing can hinder the Lord. He can win a battle, whether he has many warriors or a few. I'm going to take my few and see what the Lord is going to do. Hey! I'm going to take my few 
on, let's go over. Jonathan knew the situation. Now, there's something about the situation that you really don't know if you haven't read verse uh, chapter 13. See, in chapter 13, there was no blacksmith. So the children of Israel had no swords. They had no spears because the blacksmiths had gone. And so the Philistines made sure that they didn't have weapons to fight. That's the situation. But God, but God. my brother preached, but, but God, when he prayed, amen. Yeah. I was about here sitting about to throw up. I said, Lord Jesus, don't let him preach my message. <laughs> Jonathan knew the situation. He knew what the Philistines had, and he knew what the Israelites had. Jonathan doesn't take inventory of the weapons, but by faith, he says, come. Let's go over. Check out this. This blessed me. This in, in the book of Second Chronicles. And when I get to the book of Habakkuk, you're going to see some of us. All right, God, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to do what you want me to do. Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 11. Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 11. Check out what another individual found out when he was put into a precarious situation. Uh-huh. Yes. Then Asa cried out to the Lord, his God. Now, you know, God knows the difference between cry, just like a mama. A mama knows the difference between a baby that's hungry, a baby that booed, or a baby that just wants attention. She knows the difference. She can understand the cry. She knows. Okay, so God knows too. Amen. Oh, Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Uh, no one but you can help a few men get a whole lot of men. Jesus, I'm reading the book, baby. Help us, O oh Lord, our God. For we trust you, we trust in you alone. Guess what? Even during this pandemic, God has us on trust street. He don't want us nowhere else but trusting in him. Rico said it in his prayer. God done kept him, kept his family. Even though they lost people, he still kept He said, I'm still here. And since we are still here, we might as well do something for God. Guess what? He coming back. Are you the bridesmaid with the oil or without? Which one now? What you going to do? Bow on you? What you going to do? All right. And maybe the Lord will work for us, work with us, or work a sign of a miracle for us. Come on. Yeah. I don't care how we do it. Yeah. Just as long yeah. that I'm included yeah. in the plan. Yeah. So whatever you're doing in this season, Lord God, use RCM too. Come on. That's it. Whatever you're doing, we can't rest on feeding the homeless a couple of years ago. We got to find some new ventures, some new ways of doing things. And this thing, this pandemic has changed it. It can flip the script. We got to pray and find out what God wants us to do. There's many different streets to work on. There's a whole lot of things. I'm going to tell you at the end of my service. There's a whole lot of places we can work. All he wants us to do is work. He told Abraham to go. He didn't say, hey, Abraham, go left, turn left, 
and then goes down the street. He ain't telling them that. He said, go. God has a way of getting us from point A to point B without our permission. Do you hear me? God has a way. He'll wake you up two or three, two or three o'clock in the morning, tell you to get your book, show you something in the word of God. Somebody come by two days later and bless them with that word. And how did you know? I didn't know. God knew. Yeah. Active faith will go far in God's cause. Active faith. Jonathan's faith was personal. That's what we have to get to. Even more than what we already have. That personal relationship with God. That personal time. How are you going to be a man or a woman of God? And you said, Lord, I laid hands in your name. I prophesied in your name. And God said, but I never knew you. How are you going to do that if you don't, if you have a relationship with him? No. The old deacons from back down south used to say, Lord, I talked to you this morning. You know my voice. Our relationship with God has to be on children. We have to come to the word of God, be taught by God, so that we can go forth to do the work of God. Mm, you hear me, man. And, and we got to do some work, but we need to be taught so the word can be rooted in our belly. And then God, the Holy Ghost, will bring that thing back up when we need it. He didn't trust. He, his trust was not in his armor bearer. His trust was not in the army of Israel. His trust was not in his daddy, the king of, of Israel. His trust was in his heavenly father, the king of kings. This is where God wants us sometimes, even in the midst of adversity, trusting him and him alone. Mm. And no, sometimes we want to trust, trust him and then tell somebody else that because we want people on our side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't malady on your side. Yeah. <laughs> we must by faith trust God and believe that God will work a work for us. Yeah, Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Habakkuk. I'm getting closer. All right. I'm, let me hurry up. Habakkuk chapter 1, starting at verse 2. Habakkuk seen this the prophet for a vision. So this is what's happening. How long, O oh Lord, must I call for help, but you don't listen? You ever felt like that? Uh -oh. Okay, just me. Violence is everywhere. I cry, but you do not come to say. Must I forever see this evil deeds? These evil deeds? Why must I watch all this misery? Wherever I look, I see destruction and violence. Now, somebody that was down in Miami did a cheap way of building that. They didn't get the right concrete. The PSI has to be a certain level for the salt and for uh, the hurricane. I know this because I helped build my church down, you understand? I'm on the floor. And the PSI had to be a certain number. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm surrounded by people who love to argue and fight. Your house like that? Is your house like that? Oh my God. Or oh, your workplace? Not your house. The law 
has become paralyzed. And there is no justice in the courts. The wicked far outnumber the righteous so that justice has become perverted. Is our justice system perverted? Is the black man getting treated right? Okay, no, I can't say Verse five is what blew me out the water. And it, 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 it identifies RCM2. Check it out. Look around at the nations and look, look around at the nations. Look and be amazed. It's God saying now, for I am doing something in your day. In our day, God's doing something. You hear me? He's doing something. Something you wouldn't believe even if I told you about it. I don't want to miss it. Whatever he's doing, I want him to use our CM2. I want him to use our pastors. I want them to, the people to, oh, along the nation and say, uh, uh, Pastor Iantha, can you and your husband come down here for a week to do a revival? And the revival just spread, just go all over. I wanted to get uh, 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 women engagements that the word of God where where the Superdome is filled with people because of the word of God. We got that kind of preaching here. Did you know that? All right. I've seen it. All right. Okay. Jonathan's perception, not Jonathan's persuasion. It might be that the Lord will work for us. Jonathan's execution of faith was based upon God and no one else. Jonathan did not walk by sight, but by faith. And this was evident in his life. It may be that the Lord will work for us. Maybe. Wherever we may go. I don't care if you're in Walmart, Sam's, at the grocery store, and wherever. If God said, witness, I'm home. I ain't in no grocery store. I ain't at the supermarket. I ain't doing nothing. I'm home, chilling. And the guy comes in to clean the soap. They clean it. And one guy is supervising, and he's talking to everybody. I said, hey, man, you need some water? Yeah, 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 water will be fine. I go to get the water, and the Lord said, here. <laughs> Just like that. He said no other words. You know, I don't know how he talked to you, but here. I know what that means. Because I asked God intentionally to put somebody in my life that I can witness to. Yeah. That's why I'm still here. That's why I'm not dead sleeping in my grave. When I had no God in my mind and no heaven in my view, the Lord had me all the way. Baby. Yes. So I said the same story. If one of them gang members drove by by your crib, shot up the house, killed you, would you go to heaven? He said, no. I don't know. Man, I go to church. I said, I ain't asking that, man. I just want to know if something happened to you and you leave here, would you go to heaven? He said, I don't know. I said, well, I can show you in the word of God where it says with confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus was raised from the dead and you're saved. 
It said it didn't say nothing about you having stopping drinking and smoking and doing all that thing. The Holy Ghost is going to take care of that. But I'm telling you, he said, confess with your mouth and believe. Now, do you believe in the Lord Jesus is what I'm asking you. He said, yes. I said, well, come on. And I let him in the sinner's prayer. And so my wife and my mother in love, they watch it. <laughs> they smile because they, my wife knows that's me. Okay. So we get, I bring him down to the man cave and told him I'll be praying for him. And if you need to find the church, and if you can't find the church, come back to me. I'll bring the money. I never, I haven't saw him again. But he confessed. Amen. 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 That's what we can't worry about. We can't worry about them. Some, some of us are planters. Some of us are waterers. It's God. That's his job. Okay. Perhaps it can be said that Jonathan was said about Abraham in Romans 4 and 20. I like the King James Version because it said he staggered not. Um, but the NLT says, Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger. In fact, Abraham's faith grew stronger. Men of God, men of redemption, I pray that your faith, that, hey, my God, goes stronger. Let it grow. This is a good place to grow, ain't it? He has fully convinced, he was fully convinced that God was able to do whatever he promised. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh on the inside. What's on the inside, brothers? Jonathan was fully persuaded, convinced, confident that God would perform this mighty act. Check out Psalms 91, 71, it says. Pray this prayer. In thee, O oh Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be in put to confusion. Deliver me. Mm, deliver me. God, deliver me. God, deliver me, God, in the name of Jesus. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. You know, first, first Corinthians chapter 10 said he will not give you more than you can bear, but with the giving, give you a way of escape. That's my God. He said, "Now nah, you ain't supposed to be over there. And you, you, you see this bus? You need to get on this bus right now. You're going to be in trouble. All right? Don't take the way of escape and see what happens. We need to bridge the gaps between church, Christ, and community. Huh? With a loving hand. Even when they know they're trying to rip us off. I seen it. Pastor, I said, no, give it to them. Okay, that's me. <laughs> but but because of her love, he came back. I would have said no, he would have never came back. That's why you have leaders. That's why we submit to leaders. To be persuaded as Jonathan to know God's might. He was persuaded and, and, and that he had a help to be persuaded and understanding that there was no limitations in God. Amen? Amen? Jonathan understood the principle of faith. Matthew 19 and 26 says, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. Yes. Mm, that's why we trust God. Because with men, your brothers ain't gonna be yo man. You say you're gonna give me a hundred dollars. You quit. I ain't got it today. No, but we trust God. 
to supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. So we tell him, but with God, all things are possible. Jehovah, the power of Jehovah, Jehovah's power. For there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. God has that power. Yeah. Yeah. I believe this is not, yeah. you know, according yeah. to the Bible or according to my past. It's just me and, and my study time. I believe God is only going to help people that are working for him. We out there in his name? Oh, yeah, I can I, I can use them. Yeah, let them keep being faithful. I got something for them. That's what I believe. And that's what I believe for this church. As we go. Amen. So when Sister Dee and Sister Sylvia out there doing something and we can't make it, we can at least send five hours and we can at least do something. We can at least operate as a unified body. Are we a unified body? Yes, we are. We must have faith in the power and the ability of God. Not a man of God. Herein lies the key to evangelism. The Lord will save or deliver by many or by few. I already told you, I'm going to take the few I got and we're going to go get them. Amen? Amen. We're going to set up something and we're going to go get them. I just need God to show me what to do. Yes. Amen? Amen? Jonathan knew that God could deliver the Philistines into his hands. We must have faith in the mighty works of God. There is no restraint in God. Can't nothing hold him. Your arm's too short to box with him, and so you might as well work with him. <laughs> this, again, is the whole key to evangelism. It is not contingent on our strength, but in the strength and the wisdom and the power of God. 1 Corinthians 3, 6, and 7 says, um, I planted, with his Paul, in the hearts. Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. Yeah. Look at this now. Look at this. It is not important who does the planting That's right. or who does the water. That's right. What's important is uh -huh. that God makes the seed grow. Come on. Yeah. God makes it grow. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. There is domestic violence, homelessness, gang violence, teenage pregnancy, drug and alcohol abuse, human trafficking, mental illness, just to name a few. There's a whole lot of streets to work on. Yeah. A whole lot of streets to work on. All we got to do is pick one and go to work. God knows how to get us from point A to point B without our permission. He can slide us the way he wants. He just wants to see us working. Jabez, the prayer says, oh, that thou would bless me indeed. Oh, Lord, bless RCM too. And enlarge our coats. Keep us from evil. And God granted him that which he requested. Come on. God granted. We got to ask. You have not because you ask not. Huh? I'm asking for this place to be filled with men. Huh? Because if it's filled with men, the honey is going to be on the outside. Trying to get in. 
I'm just telling the truth. Shame in the devil. Okay. Matthew 25. I'm closing right here. Matthew 25. I didn't sweat so much. I'm afraid to put my glasses on. They're going to fall. <laughs> okay. Matthew 25 and 32. Starting at verse 32. All the, I'm sorry, 31. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence. And he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place them. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left hand. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom, prepared. The kingdom is prepared. Hell is prepared too. Mm, we don't want to go there. For you from creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me the drink. I was a stranger and you invited me to come to the home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. And then the righteous will only reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we see you sick and in prison? God said, what you've done to the least of them, you do unto him. So listen, we got work to do. Amen? We got work to do. We got work to do for God. And as a collective unit, we are powerful. If one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand, we strong together. We don't pray on Saturday. We don't pray on every Wednesday. And they ask it, they ask it. Even days when I'm working, I said, okay, I got to break. I'm going to get on Wednesday. And then somebody else will come in. But we got to pray. And brothers, we got to lead. Leaders, lead. We need this man. And God going to bless you. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and presents us faultless. We faultless before God when we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. We ready, man, if we go forth. Let's go. Let's go do the work God called us to do. Let's go. As men and lead this thing. Let's go. And do what God called us to do. Amen.